Hi, I'm Ruthie, your host of the Consistency Corner podcast. I'm a mom, a full-time marketing director, and cheerleader for other goal-getter women. I'm a retail veteran turned self-taught corporate marketing executive who's dabbled in blogging, network marketing, sales, and coaching. At just 20 years old, I knew someday I wanted to help powerful brands ensure their message was consistent across all channels of the marketplace. And I was always inspired by female-led brands grounded in supporting women. The Consistency Corner Marketing Method helps you create a foundation for your brand to sparkle so it can make an impact and an income. On this podcast, we'll talk all things marketing and help you create an effective strategy for your brand and discuss mindset and productivity tips to help you be at your best, even while you juggle all the things. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 22 of the Consistency Corner podcast. And on today's Mindset Monday, I am so excited to introduce our first guest, Laura Minder. Laura is going to talk with us all about having a CEO mindset in your business. And I love her strategy and life motto of do one thing every day that scares you. Laura is an award-winning entrepreneur, international coach, federation certified business and life coach, and national speaker. She survived a quarter-life crisis and then made friends with her fear to set out a few goals to help her leave her corporate HR job after 14 years in business and then set out to make an impact in the world. Her entrepreneurial spirit has led her to start several businesses, including Laura Minor Coaching and Consulting, and she is passionate about helping other female entrepreneurs move past their fears and step into who they were truly meant to be with that CEO mindset. I'm so excited for you, to, you guys to hear from Laura and be inspired by her and start sl- stepping into the CEO that you were meant to be. Let's get into it. Well, thank you, Laura, so much for being here on the Consistency Corner podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you today about mindset on the Monday mindset episode. Um, The listeners heard me talk a little bit about your accomplishments, but why don't you kind of in your own words, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, thank you for having me, Ruthie. I'm super excited to be here. Um, My accomplishments really were only possible because I made friends with my fear. Um, I found myself, I joke I had a quarter life crisis, but I started my career in human resources and also got super involved in women's leadership and volunteering. And so there was kind of a disconnect in how I felt about some of those components of leadership and being more in the community and supporting and really empowering women. And so that was kind of my wake up call. Like, what if I could be that energized and excited about what I do and work? Um, So I kind of lingered with that feeling for a while and finally decided like, you know, if I can't find my dream job, I'm going to create it. So I never intended to be an entrepreneur, um, but that was kind of my path out with corporate. I was kind of limited in what I was able to do. Um, Didn't want to move to Detroit. That's where our parent company was. And so it really was a wonderful opportunity to be able to support business women in business mm-hmm. um, to help them step up as leaders and to be able to start and grow businesses from a okay. perspective of mat- mindset and strategy. Yeah. I'm curious from when you had that kind of first initial thought of like, what if, what if this is something I could do to when you actually made that move? How, what was that? How long was that transition? Oh, it, it ended up being several years because about that time is when I started getting asked to take on some pretty significant leadership roles. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a uh, past president of the junior league and sat on the board for several years. And so at the time, it felt like it was putting on the brakes and there was kind of that, you know, values rub a little bit. And looking back, like it really built my confidence. I 
uh, gained so many amazing skills and, uh, you know, community of women that were really there to support me. And so now looking back, I say, had it not happened like that, I would have never had the courage to go out on my own. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes as business owners, we get this idea in our head and we want it to happen so quickly. And then in hindsight, you can see like, oh, everything really did happen for a reason. And it, it the journey took a little longer because I learned X, yeah. Y, and Z. So I love that you shared that. You know, we're going to talk, be talking today about showing up in your business with a CEO mindset. So how do you define a CEO mindset? You know, really a CEO mindset is really embracing the leadership role, really embracing what is possible to really be shifting from employee to boss, right? Like that's the piece of it that was the biggest for me is like, I remember my first week in my business, you know, I left corporate, got my last paycheck. And I remember sitting down and being like, okay, what should I do? Like there was that piece of that where it was like, you're so, especially us as women, like we're so used to being told what to do. We're so used to asking for permission that a lot of times that's the hardest part of shifting yeah. is to be able to really step up and to say, okay, I can do anything I want and I need to focus that in really to be successful. Yeah. So ultimately it's not just employee, you know, or employee to boss, but also boss of yourself. You might yes. be used to leading other people. You might have led teams, but in yep. your business, especially if you're starting out, you're a solopreneur, you are truly leading yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so there's that piece of it too, right? Like setting boundaries with your clients, mm -hmm. you know, do it showing up. Like one of the things I always ask is like, what does my business need from me today? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Really honoring that piece of it. Mm -hmm. and, and really being curious about that to kind of guide your decisions. Yeah. Yes. When you talk with your clients or the, the women that you work with, you know, do you feel like you, people struggle with, cause I think this is something that I see a lot. People struggle with when they have a side hustle, even admitting that they have a business, you know, <laughs> can I talk, talk a little bit about how you overcome that so that you truly can step into that CEO role? Yeah. And I was there too. Like I started, um, joined a group pretty early on, the Joanne group, and they call everyone entrepreneurs. And for me, that was like, but that's not me, but it's like, but I'm creating my, my business. I'm putting new thoughts out there. I'm putting, you know, new services, products. And so I am an entrepreneur. And I think that, that you really hit on something because so many women aren't necessarily comfortable making that, you know, or women that speak maybe. Maybe you've done some stuff with your volunteer group and it's like, oh, I could make that into a business. I could get paid to do that where you're really like stepping forward to embrace that, to mm -hmm. really own that piece of it. Because a lot of times too, like we are so hesitant to be visible and to make that commitment, right? So sometimes by not saying, yeah, I own a business, I'm a CEO, like whatever title you want to put on yourself to like step up, we totally hesitate because if we put it out there, what if we fail? What mm. if this is not successful? It is so much easier to have this kind of hobby business, right? Like where you maybe love what you're doing, but like, do you have clients? Are people paying you to do these things? Right. And if you're in the progress and you continue to grow to be able to kind of share that, right? Cause if we don't share that, no one knows we're there. Yeah. And you know, you said it's, it's fear that's hold, that holds us back. And I think it's kind of split 50, 50 between some people it's fear of failure 
But some people it's even fear of success because like, what if I do get a bunch of clients? What if I do add to my team? Like then what, what am I going to do? Yep. Absolutely. And I know you talk in your bio about, you know, doing something every day that you're scared of. Talk to me about that. How did you kind of adopt that as a mantra and a mindset for your life? I did it really early on because I was just really, we all have fear, right? Like our brain's there to keep us safe and not necessarily to make us happy. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I had too, is like, as a kid, I was really squashed a lot. Like they didn't mean to do that. My parents are just more cautious, more careful. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was always like the little kid that was climbing to the top of the jungle gym and doing the teeter totter, you know, 10 feet up in the air. Like I used to be that fearless little girl. And somewhere along the way, I really lost that. And, you know, I talk about too, like as um, a preteen, I ended up in a situation where I was abused by my neighbor. And that too, that like your neighbor is doing things to you, like that made me afraid of the world, really. Like, you know, it was a a grandfather figure to me. I was really good friends with his granddaughter. It blew up my world. And so really to be able to, I had gotten to the point in life up to that point where I was ready to make that jump, Mm -hmm. knowing that like my whole life I had, I'd gone to college in my backyard essentially because I was scared to go away from home. So it's like, Finding that piece of that fear and knowing that that is going to limit you and what that feels like, right? Because it doesn't feel good to be doing what you're not meant to be doing here. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to have a different relationship with fear. So to me, it's not about being fearless, like one word, it's less fear, fear, less two words. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I think, you know, you, you really hit on it, that there's small things that you don't even realize are impacting you. And there's big things that do impact you. And you've got to work through those things to be able to identify how they're holding you back so that you can have less fear. Um, because if you, if you just ignore it and pretend like it's not there, the fear won't ever go away. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's such a great point, Ruthie. Yeah. So as you're kind of progressing through your business and you're in it, you're in the day-to-day, you're working, you're you know serving clients, you're creating marketing content, what are some tactical tips or some things that you would recommend when the self-doubt starts to creep in and take over the CEO mindset that you worked so hard to build? Yeah, absolutely. And I always think of it as like, what is fact and what is fiction, mm-hmm. right? Because we always have these stories that we tell ourselves based on our lived experience. They may or may not be actually factual. Yeah. And our brain is also trying to fill in the gaps too, right? Like, you know, like I had the other day, I had someone reach out. Oh, I was referred to you. It would be great to meet with you. You know, here's my situation. Can we set up a consult? And I was like, oh, yay, score. This seems like a perfect fit for client. I was like really excited. Sent them the link. Cricket. So, which is not normal, right? For, for, uh, where I am with things. And there's that piece of like, oh my gosh, did I do something wrong? Like, do they not want to work with me? Was my response off putting like all those craziness. And it's like, or maybe someone got sick or maybe we're on vacation. Maybe it wasn't an urgent request. Maybe it's something like at some point I'd love to work with a business coach. So it's, it's really to be able to, cause it's really to be able to see things for what they are and get a new perspective and give people the benefit of the doubt. 
Yeah. I had heard an interview with Mel Robbins, um, who is a wildly successful speaker and she had the same thing. She had somebody can't cancel on her for a podcast appearance. And she immediately was like, what did I do wrong? Did I say something? Did I put content out there that offended them? And then she's like, no, what if they got sick? What if they had something else pop up in their schedule? Like we just make up these stories in our head that we assume are true. Fears are they're validating our fears. Yeah. And I love that you share that because like you said, Mel is super, super successful. So it goes to show you that me, you, like maybe your listeners, people that are working on this stuff day in and day out, and it's still just the way our brains are wired. So it's really those those tips, techniques, and hacks to really be able to say, whoa, let's slow down a second and see what this is. And then how do you create a story that has you as like the shero of your story? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about some tactical steps. If my listeners are going to turn off this podcast today and say like, all right, what's one thing that I can do that Laura would recommend that I can start implementing, you know, this, this week, this month, what's one thing that you would recommend that they maybe start implementing to build that CEO mindset? And, you know, I think that a big piece of it is to really be focusing on our successes. Like often we really minimize and don't take the time to really be celebrating. So I think that that's a great place to start from is like thinking about, you know, if you're a month into your business, a year into your business, 10 year into business, but like thinking about all the things or even like five, right? If you've been in business 10 years, five things that you've done that, you know, when you started, you never would have thought that you could have done. Yeah. Right? Oh, it like builds our resilience. Yeah. You know, that leads me actually very close to the next question that I was going to ask. But when you said that, I thought not only do you want to celebrate it, but celebrate it with a community because your husband or your in real life friends or your neighbors, like they maybe don't get what's going on with you building yeah. a business. But if you've surrounded yourself with other business owners, with other women who are, you know, kind of in the trenches with yeah. you, you, you know, scheduled your content for a week, they're going to high five you because they're like, yes, that was an accomplishment for you. Or, you know, you filed your taxes on time, like little things like that, that just somebody looking in from the outside and feel like a, an accomplishment or something worth somebody kind of cheering you on in the same page circle. So with that, you know, how do you kind of from a collaboration and a community perspective, how do you not let that turn into the comparison game? Oh my goodness. Right. Or jealousy, even mm-hmm. worse. Like to me, I, I tell myself, you know, stay in your own lane. Like mm-hmm. I'm all about women empowering women. And I still get triggered sometimes. Like when I started coaching back 12 years ago, there was one life coach that had started maybe you know, several years before that, she was very well regarded. So what I would like tell people what I'm doing, and they're like, Oh, you mean like Sally Smith? And it was mm-hmm. like, you know, so like, there's that piece of it where you're like, I don't want to always be in Sally Smith's shadow. Like, she's amazing. I even worked with her. Yeah. And that's not me. And the thing is, when you are a service based business owner, you are your competitive advantage. You are what people are investing in your energy, your expertise. And so, you know, like even you mentioned, um, Mel, like I do some motivational speaking. I am in awe of her. And, you know, to be able to say, like, if, if there's things that are popping up that we are comparing ourselves again, what's factor, what's fiction. And if we're jealous, like, our emotions are messengers. So that just means that something about that situation, something with that trigger Mm -hmm. is 
missing. It's a need or a want, or there's something deeper there for you to explore. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, along with exploring those emotions and kind of just working through those feelings, I think getting really clear on your own brand and, you know, saying, okay, yeah, it is kind of like so-and-so, but here's how I'm different. And being able to confidently speak to that, then I think you're in a place that when you surround yourself with collaborators, you've built that confidence in yourself because you've spent the time creating the foundation for your brand. Yeah. And I think that's such a great point. And that's why my heart hurts when so many women are so afraid to put it out there. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, like, you know, to celebrate stuff, right? Maybe you got a wonderful testimonial Mm -hmm. where we're like hesitant maybe to share that on social media because it's like, well, I don't want people to think I'm bragging. But to your point, like you are branding yourself. Like if you're a health coach, there's a ton of health coaches, right? Like, but to have that concrete example of how you are supporting people and what that looks like, right? It's not about losing 10 pounds. It's how you felt that, you know, your best friend's wedding or, um, you know, that you're able to run a half marathon and, and just, you know, all, all that, the story of it, right. Is what, what really brings people to us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, those, that message that your client sends you, or even a friend that sends you that says like, Hey, what you said here, what you did here was really inspiring. And it really helped me like celebrating those little wins along the way. And yeah, share that, put it out there and say like, you know, I am helping people. And even though it feels, you know, one small step at a time, it might feel like it's taking forever, but it is compounding. And that celebrating within yourself is compounding your, your confidence too. Absolutely. I love that. So I, you know, I want to talk a little bit about how listeners can work with you and kind of what you do, like just kind of walk me through what a, a client does when they work with you. Yes. So I work with my clients in a couple of ways. I do one-on-one coaching and then I also do a small group program called Skills to Pay the Bills where it's really that sweet spot of mindset and strategy because you know as we've talked about here really being your, you know, developing your inner leader, you know, your emotional intelligence, um, how you're able to be resilient and and to take risk, right. As a business owner, when maybe that's not what you've been taught in in our world and our culture. And so being able to work with women to really meet them where they are at, to take an assessment of, you know, their business and to really be able to say like, how do you start a business and, or how are you growing your business? You know, whether you're getting more visible, like, um, you know, for example, someone being a guest on your podcast, right? Like to be able to be a thought leader, to put that out there and to really come up with a plan of like, what is going to get you to the next level? Cause I don't believe in cookie cutter, right? Like we are, our own competitive advantage, like I said earlier, but the thing is too, is like, how do you utilize your strengths? Right? Like for me, starting coaching, really thinking about, okay, I'm going to be a coach. Whereas like, what are some of the other strengths I have? Like I gave, um, years ago, I gave a motivational speech on leaving corporate to start a business just because I learned so much over those, you know, several years. And then it was like a light bulb went off to know that those are some of my, using some of my top strengths and now I'm a paid speaker. Mm -hmm. So really kind of meeting women where they're at in their business and being able to create, create that plan to be able to, you know, or raise your rates, right. Or to book that next or first speaking gig and to really kind of be able to expand what you're doing to attract your ideal clients to be, you know, build 
confidence, which comes from like that clarity and then being intentional in your business, that CEO mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that marrying mindset and strategy, like you are speaking my language because those <laughs> are the things that we ultimately, you know, we talk here on the podcast because you can't have one without the other. You will yeah. not be successful if you don't have both. No. And that's why I started my skills to pay the bills program. Cause other organization has had actually brought me in because I actually, I have a degree in adult education, then certification in both business coaching and life coaching. Mm-hmm. And so I had organizations bringing me in saying like, how do we create our accelerator programs and helping doing some training and coaching um, and creating some, you know, guides. And that was something that's always missing. Like if you, you know, the traditional accelerators, the incubators, they don't work with some of the mindsets of, and, or they definitely don't work with some of the most common challenges that women have because women starting a business and men starting a business is way different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's something that like, I love being a part of the entre- female entrepreneur community yeah. because you get inside that circle and you start to realize that some of the stuff that you didn't know outside looking in, like, oh, there are other people who think like me and the way that we've been conditioned to think or conditioned to lead doesn't have to be the only way. And it's, it's fun to be in the community and surrounded by other people kind of navigating that too. Yeah, absolutely. It brings up a situation where I was helping some women prep for a pitch contest Mm -hmm. and they were talking about, you know, they each got five minutes and they were talking about how they were going to use it. And one of them said, you know, okay, I'm not really sure. I want to start with a story. And I have like two stories. And one was like, you know, I live in a small town and I kind of started this, you know, business and, you know, kind of this little like hesitant kind of, kind of, um, you know, an opening. And then the other was like, she's like, well, otherwise I thought about two, like I've actually gotten these couple awards and I had this big investment come through and I was like blowing my mind. Cause I'm like, what man would not tell story two? Like <laughs> this would never even be like a consideration, right? Like yeah. you got awards, you got money. That's street creed, right? Yeah. Like that that's as good as it gets. Somebody believes in you. Someone trusts you. Like you've been honored at a high level for what you're doing, like that's going to make other people want to hop on board. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that, you know, as a coach, you were able to identify that and be like, Hey, whoa, let's talk about that. Let's, let's, you know, you know, shout that from the rooftops because she needed that additional encouragement. Absolutely. Okay. So before we wrap up, first of all, I do want to say, wait, I do want to ask where can listeners find you? Like, how can they follow along and see all the things that, that Laura's up to? Absolutely. I'm pretty active on social media. Instagram's kind of my go-to. Feel free to DM me, reach out. Love to chat with you uh, about your CEO mindset. And I also have my website and um, kind of just keeping with the theme of CEO mindset today, I have a freebie for you too, seven ways to lead in your business. Oh, I love that because I know I love a good like list or guide or tactical thing that I can check off. So we will put the link for that and um, Laura's Instagram and website in the show notes. So you can definitely check that out. And before we go, I do have three final questions just to kind of get to know you a little bit more on a personal level. Um, The first one is what has been the most helpful tip in branding or marketing that you have been taught? Um, that putting yourself out there and celebrating your accomplishments, sharing your testimonials, sharing any, you know, like this podcast, that it's thinking about it as branding, not bragging. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that. Branding, not bragging. That's perfect. All right. What is your favorite personal development book or podcast? 
Oh my goodness. So I would say that right now, one of them is um, Conscious Business by okay. Fred Kaufman. Okay. Uh, Values-based business decisions are really great for uh, teams, like getting accountability, really getting those commitments, uh, acting in line with our values, a lot of goodness. I love that. I, you know, I always talk about a values-based business and it's something that I think I wish more people would understand. Um, so then the last one, and this one's just for fun, is what is the best concert you've been to or a bucket list concert on your, on your bucket list? Um, you know, I'm kind of old school, so I love Dave Matthews. I've gotten to see some really awesome outdoor shows. Um, one a few years back at, um, an outdoor venue where it was kind of raining. And then right as he was playing like my favorite song, a rainbow came over the stage. Oh my gosh. I love that. I'm also a Dave Matthews fan and I actually was not a Dave Matthews fan until I went to a Dave Matthews concert. And then it was just, it was such a good time. So he is electric live. Absolutely. All right. Well, Laura, thank you so much for being here. Real life behind the scenes. I don't know if y'all can hear, but my six-year-old just popped in at the end of our interview. Such a cutie. (laughs) When are you going to be done? So thank you. He's like, tell that lady to wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you for for working through that. And thank you so much for um, being here on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's such a pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity, Ruthie. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Consistency Corner podcast. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Consistency Corner for more marketing made easy, mindset tips, and behind the scenes of working mom life. If today's podcast was helpful, I'd love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share a screenshot and tag me in stories so I can cheer you on and learn more about how to support you in building a brand that truly sparkles.